This is Hash It Out, presented by Hash Sports. Let's go. Go! Go! Nothing can stop me, I'm all the way up. Oh! All the way up. Oh! I'm all the way up. Ah! Yeah, Bringing you into a Hash It Out podcast. Uh, we got a special guest on tonight's show. We got a Beamer, a.k.a. the Handicapper, a.k.a. Rain Man, filling in. What's going on, dude? Good, babe. How are we doing tonight? We're doing good, man. We're doing good. Uh, just getting back into the swing of things. Um, ben, what's good with you, kid? That's a lot of nicknames you just gave him. He's a man of many nicknames, dude. What do you want me to say? <laughs> I guess so. Anyway, so... Uh, yeah, so we got Brendan. Uh, he's going to be our new uh, fantasy podcast guy. So we're going to give him a little uh, a little taste of the podcast world right now. Just got the got the new mic, got the new laptop. Kid's ready to go. Yeah, check one, check two with the snowball. Dude, that thing's pretty clean, dude. I like the, I like the matte black look. Yeah, it's not bad. I wish everyone could see how Murray looks right now. It's like Ricky Fowler's clone. Murray literally looks like he just walked off 18 at Augusta, waiting in the clubhouse for the results. Okay, the kid's matching hat, matching golf shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, what are you thinking? Did you play golf today? Yo, did you go little kid? No, no, no. Yeah, like, like, no, like who just wear? I, who just wears an outfit? I, I, I literally just wore this. Okay, well. I don't know whether to make fun of you or whether to applaud you because you look great. Thank um, you, thank you. So a little, a little, uh, a little preface before we get into this podcast. Um, Brendan has been talking a lot of shit about our head golf, golf matches, and I haven't brought this up in our group chat, Brendan. Yet I'm saving it for a rainy day, but I have taken you down the last two times we've played. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, you've been playing some good golf, and uh, I think. I, but, but mind you, two and two in the summer, we're gonna have to meet up again on the fancy draft tournament when you come back for the rubber match of all rubber matches. Wow! Oh man, that could—that's gonna be the deciding game five to see who is king of the summer. Of the yeah. okay, that's fine. Um, I mean, I did go what forty six thirty eight last time you played, so I, I I had two really nice birdies in the back of uh, Cranston, so um, you know it's a credit to me as much as credit to yourself. But anyway, that's just um, you know I wanted to get that out there. I am king right yeah, now. So anyway, so we had some big news. Uh, MLB trade deadline is in the books. Uh, let's go over some winners and losers, and uh, you know some teams that you know got better. And uh, teams that made some shitty trades, which there were a good amount of. So I first want to start off with the Texas Rangers, a.k.a. Mr. Steal Your Girl, swooping in not only once, but twice on Cleveland, stealing Jonathan Lucroy and Carlos Beltran. Um, I think they're two big moves by the Rangers. Lucroy is one of the best catchers offensively in the game today so i think that move immediately makes them better uh how do you feel about it Bren? yeah i'm not really up on my carlos beltron but i mean my take on it is you know carlos beltron the, the guy the guy has been hitting his whole career and adding a, a veteran presence um that's been there before been in the playoffs been in a 
pennant ch- a pennant run. Um, that can only benefit a team, I think. And then, as I said, Lucroy. I mean, the Texas Rangers catchers they were platoon platooning the position. They were hitting like behind two twenty three on the year. Lucroy. Um, I think Lucroy. Uh, he's among the tops in all offensive categories among catchers. So um, that's a big move, and. He was all but signed with Cleveland and at the last minute exercised his no-trade clause and uh, packed his bags for, for Texas. So maybe a little bit of bad what was his re- What was his reasoning for not wanting to go to Cleveland? Um, I don't know, man. LeBron's there. That's pretty cool, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so anyway, Cleveland, uh, they're not complete losers because they ended up uh, making a last-minute uh, stab and took down Andrew Miller the uh, left-handed closer for the Yankees. And, you know, Miller's a stud, been a stud for the last couple of years. And, you know, I'm kind of all in on Cleveland. I picked them. With the Sox, do you wish them still, though? What would you say? Do we wish the Sox still had them? Especially the- oh, dude. I mean. Right now, Kimbrel's coming back. Kim- yeah, Kimbrel came back, and uh, he had a, a big-time save uh, two nights ago. Um, yeah, by coming was- back, I mean. It's a slow process to come back from his injury. Yeah, yeah, and um, weeks, and he ended up coming back early. So by the time he's back to full strength, I mean that's what I mean by coming back. Yeah, yeah. So I wish the Sox still had him, but I mean, it is what it is. We got um, Ziegler is going to be a good setup man in the eighth, and then uh, Pabalbon. I mean not Pabalbon, um, Kimbrel rather. Um, the Kraken is a beast, and uh, I feel pretty good about it. So, how do you feel about keeping Benatendi mm. and Juan Moncada? Oh, dude. Um, or did you want Sale? That's the thing, man. I was white so- that the White Sox that the White Sox didn't move didn't move Sale. I really was, but at the same time, they were asking for the world and back for him. The front run at in that race were uh, the Dodgers, the Rangers, and the Sox. And they wanted Mazzara and Gallo, the two best young prospects for the uh, Rangers. And they wanted a package of either Mankata or Andrew Benatendi from the Red Sox. So, Chris Sale's a psycho. Um, we covered that in the last show. Um, I fucking love him. Kept Mankata and Benatendi because they're going to be young and good for a while. Yeah, I've been hearing about that trade for weeks now. Literally, they've been talking about it every single day on the drive home I've heard just about every single combination of players that could have been traded for Chris Sale I'm kind of glad this is over because I'm kind of frankly I'm sick of hearing about it I heard someone the other day try to say that you, they should trade Shaw and Buckholtz for Chris Sale the guy just paused and started laughing yeah, no, no shit. They should. But... <laughs> he goes. Think about it from Chicago's perspective. Would you want to do that trade if you are Chicago White Sox? Chris Sale for Shaw and Buckles. Buckles been terrible. Buckles hasn't been good since I was at his no hitter back in '08. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that was like no. 06. Remember, um, we were supposed. To... That was 07. that was actually '07. It was actually it was against me and Alon. Me and Alon, you were at that game. It was yeah, I was gonna go. You're gonna go. I invited you. You, you. Hey, man. Yeah. So I'm a Pats guy. I mean, I don't bring luck to the Red Sox. Every I go to every time I go to a Red Sox game, they lose. Complete opposite for the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Complete opposite. That's true. Which for those of you who don't know, our next point. 
Tom Brady's birthday. It is. Yeah, that, let's all take a let's all take a moment of silence here and just uh, pay homage to the best human walk the planet, Tom Brady. <laughs> and um, uh, how was background BV? No one gives a shit. Who's your quarterback? Carson Wentz, that fucking ginger Mormon guy. Yeah, cool. Sammy B. Oh, even better. Hey, he's gonna make a comeback. Stop! The, stop trying to derail my conversation. Back to Tom Brady. I just wasn't going to let the moment of silence happen. <laughs> so for his birthday, um, you know, some people ask for maybe like a new pair of shoes, maybe like a new shirt. Not Tommy. Uh, Giselle got him a twenty million dollar apartment in New York City. So I did see that. Very lavish. It's uh, it's, it's going to be king. I mean, that's no. Must be nice. That's must be nice. I mean. His uh, $5.4 million, 14,000-square-foot mansion across the river in New Jersey, um, you know, it just wasn't really – he wasn't really feeling it. He wanted a getaway pad in the city. How does how does Brady match that on Giselle's birthday? Oh, my God. I, I, I don't know, dude. Probably <laughs> buys her a fucking – who knows, dude? I mean – Buys her an island? They're on a different – gets her an island. They're on a friggin' planet. It's – so good for Tom. I'm sure he's getting – um, sure he's getting good in a – you think Tom's getting drunk tonight? Is a real question. Huh? Oh, of course. He's taking a little. He's taking a little break from his. Well, diet. I would say yes, but he, he's at train. He's in training camp, so I think he's gonna celebrate I this mean, weekend. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, maybe he's not getting drunk, but he's. he's doing yeah. Something. I don't know. Um, Whatever Tom they had a, we had a caller. Not. It's not normal celebrating. I don't know what he does. Right? No, it's just... I don't even know how Tom Brady's mind works. It's just a like miracle that he can function. I don't know. I don't know. All I know is... All I know is a guy just reads defenses like no other. But, um... Anyway, so, uh... We had a couple... We had a couple, uh... A couple different Tom Brady takes on what he should do for his four-game suspension. So, on... On WEI, uh... Murray informed me that a caller called in and said, uh... Yeah, you know, why don't we ship him up to Toronto? He can play in the Canadian Football League for four games and get some good practice up there. Uh, um, what? <laughs> the, the best part is he came in kind of, he, he came in, like, guys, he made, like, a nice point at first. I was like, all right, this guy kind of knows what he's talking about. Next thing you know, he goes, well, i tell you what they should do. They got a good program up the road, right there in Toronto. He was dead serious. <laughs> And the guys just stopped and just were like, are, are, you, are you kidding me? You think they're just going to put their off, their off season on hold so Tom Brady can get ready for his NFL season? Uh, as, as shockingly as that prediction was, uh, perhaps an even dumber prediction came today. Uh, why don't you go ahead and shed some light on what the caller today predicted? Yeah, it, it wouldn't do any justice if I didn't do it without the stupid accent that he had too. I tell you what, if Jimmy G goes 4-0, Tom Brady is going to play the second and fourth quarter, and Jimmy G is going to start the first and third quarter of all the rest of the game. <laughs> I mean... I That's mean, another guy, though, that came in. He came in with a nice point at first, and I was like, okay. And then he just fires that. He just loses all credibility. These people think they know what they're talking about. They think they know everything about it, and they just know nothing. And I can't believe they could even think that. You think Belichick would ever even fathom that idea of... Just think about it. 
Jimmy G starts the first quarter and the third quarter. But don't worry, Tom Brady's going to play the second quarter and the fourth Do I? Uh, I No. Like, I, why did you even ask me that question? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, there's some. There's some really fucking dumb people up in Rhode Island. It seems like. Oh, and, oh, there really are. I've heard some of the dumbest takes. Yeah. So it baffles my mind how these some people think of these takes. Yeah. So in the NFL, let's move on to the uh, the circus down in Dallas. Uh, let's start off with uh, your boy Tony Romo. Um, the guy didn't miss many meals this off season. Um, the guy's a fat ass. If you're, if we're being honest, you, I, I, I couldn't tell. Do you think he's just? Was it an angle thing? Remember Eddie Lacy last year came in a little overweight, but there was a picture of him that made him look like he was like a lineman, but he really wasn't. Was it one of those situations? You think, or was no. it just? Is no, no, no. First of all, Eddie Lacy was a fucking tank last year. What, what are you talking? Well, no, he was still a tank, but there was a picture. I don't know if you saw it, but there was a picture of him that he looked like he was up like 320. He was convinced Romo was wearing pads in that picture. He wasn't. I don't think so. I really, really don't think so. There was like fat lines, you know? It wasn't like sharp. It was it was very rounded. Dude, the guy like put a, on a like smooth a 15, 20 pounds of fat. What do you think? Like, what do you, like? What was he thinking? Well, here's like, my thing. Was it an angle, or do you think that was... Like, I saw the video of it. He looked kind of big, but, like, when you see him run by, he's not, like, that... It's not, like, that ridiculous. I don't... Either way... Well, they showed a picture of him later, and they and he looked, like, you know, 40 pounds lighter than that picture, so... I don't think it hurts him, either way. I think, like, Big Ben's been rocking the fat boy look for a while. Um, uh, big Ben's huge. Big, big Ben's... But he gets away with it. Maybe, yeah, Romo, he's... Maybe he's trying to protect that clavicle with, like, an extra layer of fat? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But keeping it keeping it in the Dallas circus, um, old Alabama linebacker Rolando McClain, uh, speaking of fat, he put on a smooth 40 overweight, and I guess his excuse was he was purple drank. That's what his excuse was? Yeah, I, I saw that. Um, I don't know why you think that using an illegal drink would be any kind of excuse for putting on 40 pounds, but Rolando McQueen. What are these? Well, if he's, if he's, it depends on how many drinks he's having, but if he's mixing Sprite with all of those and he's having like six a day. Yeah. I mean, that's and mixing the constipation. <laughs> yeah, and I think you get an appetite too. Yeah, don't you get the munchies on that stuff? You probably get a lot of stuff. I think so. I mean, some, dude, he was, yeah, like, None of it's good for a starting linebacker. I mean, these guys are you like I don't understand these fucking idiots. They're in the they're in they have a you know, five to eight year window to make millions of dollars, and they fucking go ahead and run and beat women. And Josh Gordon can't put a blunt down to save his life. Uh, McLean's on the drank. I don't understand. It. Just fucking keep your head out of your ass and make money and just do what you got to do. And then when you're tired. You can smoke all the weed you want, you all the purple drink you want, and I, I just I don't get it, man. Yeah. Like I just don't get it. Yeah, uh, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, speaking of off season, um, Trey Mason, did you see anything about that? What happened with that? What is he thinking? Uh, he went off the deep end, I guess. Like I guess he just went nuts. 
apparently he was at his house, like, saying he was, like, in ISIS or something crazy. Like, saying that he was going to call the president and, like, get police killed, and then... Now he's in the hospital. That's that's all I read. I mean, I guess he just you just want to do that. Fuck Trey Mason and... I mean, and that's not as bad. Like, that... I, I actually... I don't even think that's as bad as, like, McLean or anyone, like, that does anything that's really under their control. Like, I, I, he might have gone crazy. I mean, f- fuck... He, he's, he's an Auburn prick. I hate Auburn. I hate Trey Mason. I don't give a shit. Yeah, Trey Mason... Trey Mason told the police that the police were responsible for teaching Al-Qaeda how to fly planes. And that he needed to warn the White House that they were all going to lose their jobs. Oh, okay. Uh, look from the Department of Homeland Security. we got Trey Mason on staff now. <laughs> hey, uh, Mr. President, we've got a uh, guy calling in saying he's uh, Trey Mason. He's got something to tell you. Yeah, we've got some crazy cracked out guy claiming he's Trey Mason of all people. Um, says he knows what's the root behind ISIS. You want to take it or bring it or send it? I was like, yeah, go ahead and send that one a voicemail. <laughs> uh, um, anyway, Ben, what was this I saw? Brian Dawkins is back in Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah, he's a coach for the Eagles now. Um, yeah, I'm, he, he's a coach for the Eagles. What is, he, what is he doing, Ben? Yeah, and they're, well, and I hear they're trying to slowly transition him to be the future GM. Really, Brian Dawkins knows his shit. He's on. He's on, He's an analyst. Dude, Bri- he on I got, Brian Dawkins is the man. I know. I know Ben loves him. He's a stud. Yep. So I saw Brian Dawkins at the uh, Denver airport recently, and I was one of those guys that was like had to stop him and take a selfie with him. That Ben. That's that's you in a nutshell, my man. Dude, if you saw Tom Brady at the airport, you're not finally <laughs> stopping all, to get. A, get a selfie with him, but you're probably going to ask if you can suck his dick while you're at it. Both true, but let's, let's ever, ever put Tom Brady and Brian Dawkins in the same category. <laughs> okay. That, that's like, uh, that's like saying, um, Tiger Woods in his prime and then the janitor that cleans his shit out of the Augusta toilets are in the same stratosphere. Yeah. Well, when you're an Eagles fan, you have, uh, very few elite players that are. Yeah, I mean Philly. Philly franchises in general are just kind of the underbelly of, you know, the America. So. Whoa, whoa, whoa! But here's what I say. I say fuck making him the GM. Hit the weight room. Put the pads back on Dawkins. He can still hack it. <laughs> I don't know about that. What is, what is he now? Like thirty-five? Can we get a fact check on that? He's probably like 36, 37. He's probably in his late 30s by now. Really? Uh, he, I guess oh, that's fuck. right. He's, He's 42. 42. Yeah. Well, on the Tom Brady uh, on the Tom Brady timeline, he's still got three more years to play. Yeah. That, that's what they were talking about all today, and that's kind of where that guy's hot take came in about, you know, preserving Tom with the uh, genius plan to only play him in the second and fourth quarter strategically so he can get the close of the game while preserving I mean, him during the game. <laughs> I mean, I might I might have, like, bit on, like, maybe sitting him every few games. That I might have, like, almost bought in on that. No, well, we're already fine because we got him four games out, coming in yep. fresh. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's it. 
So. They're also talking a lot about how with the new football the way it is today, they're listing off guys that are playing in their 40s, 44, 43, and it was short list. A lot of players in their 40s. But Tom Brady may actually be able to play till he's 25, 45 because of the new rules in the NFL, not taking as many hits. Who's still playing at 44? Brett Brett Favre? Yeah, who's yeah? Uh, it was like it was back. It was a like I said, a very short list. It was like Tessa Verdi was a backup. Um, oh, it wasn't current players. N- no, no. But but their point was players are going to be able to play longer because of the rules in the NFL now. They were t- they were getting clobbered. Like there yeah. are rules against hitting the quarterback now. Yeah, Those guys were getting absolutely like crushed like week in and week out yeah i, I mean, mean they're still back in the bled crushed, though. no they no, they still take hits make no mistake about it they still get crushed but, no, but nothing like no one's coming in and like spearing them like like it, it he's gonna take less damage and which will give him more time in the long run no it makes sense i agree 100 percent. like if there's like everything's everything's in Tom Brady's favor. The guy and Tom Brady acts. He he's a like he's a twenty eight year old body, like perfect shape. He's right. The guy, he's on the whatever the, the, he's eating. The guy diet. hasn't had a carb since oh seven. <laughs> <laughs> the guy eats. <laughs> the guy on the radio. It's like you think maybe at some point he'd see a five guys and just be like, you know what? I'm gonna <laughs> skip it today. I'm putting on five of these bad boys. <laughs> You know what? Fuck no. it. No. Like, when is he just gonna cave? He's like, when? Like, when's this guy gonna He's, cave? Tony Romo did. <laughs> yeah. Tony, Tony Romo. God, he his diet consisted of pizza. But that's why Tony Romo was a loser and Brady's a winner. Anyway, so we got some. Uh, so uh, Murray, we got some. Uh, we do a we do a PGA major pool for every big tourney in golf and uh this past weekend was the pga championship the last major of the year and uh yeah he took it down man jimmy walker um i mean congratulations to him and to you i guess yeah i mean I, all i did was really read two two articles on who was projected to do well it was pretty simple science who was hitting fairways and for some reason they had Brooks Kepka up there, who did awesome DraftKings. We played DraftKings, by the way. Uh, he put up a ton of points, put up a ton of birdies. Um, Jonathan Vegas was like a value pick who I had. He, he had a decent round. He had a, couple, he had a bunch of birdies. He's in to the end. The only thing you need to do is get cuts. Um, but, yeah, other, take, other than that, you... though, the PGA Championship is awesome. Um, the last couple have been a little bit subpar. I mean, even with the rain out on Saturday, it was a great PGA championship. You know, whenever it comes down to the last day and the last, you know, Jason Day hitting that eagle was amazing. Dude, he eagles the 18. 257-yard two iron. And you see (laughs) him, rips it, and he's like, let's go! (laughs) Lands 15 feet from the hole, and you're like, there's no way he's going to hit this putt. Drains it, goes nuts, go, gives a huge fist bump again, looks down the fairway, and you know Jimmy Walker is scared at this. Oh, point. Jimmy Walker's Jimmy shaking Walker, his boots. He literally, 
he literally was going to lay up with an iron. He put the iron back in, grabs his five wood, and sprays it almost into the, uh, the grandstands. Then he's got a tough lie at the green. He's got to get it up and down. Sprays it past the hole. He, he like that couldn't have been made closer. No, he didn't have to get up and down. He just had to. Uh, get no, up he had to. Yeah, that's why he, he had, had to get up. Far. He had to get up in two putt. And the fact that he kind of put, he like he made it. Jason Day was completely in his head, was he not? Oh yeah. I mean, dude, you see a no. guy. You, see, you don't think so? No. All right, that shot was not as bad as it looked. He was like, he was right next to that greenside bunker, pin high. All he had to do was get up and, and two-putt. It was right next to the... No, I know. He was right next to the bunker in the rough. All he had to do was get up and two-putt. Like, any pro is going to do no, that. No, he, he sprayed his second shot right into the rough, right next to the grandstands. And I saw... On day one, I saw Rory McIlroy make a six from the same exact spot. Like, all he had to do was lay up, and I don't know why he didn't do that. But the second when Jason Day, he made it interesting. He hit that birdie putt, and then he put away his iron... And he literally grabbed his five wood and hit it yeah. to the right. Well, Jimmy Walker was interviewed right after the tournament, and they asked him why he didn't lay up. And he said, 10 times out of 10, he's playing that last hole like he would play any other tournament. If he's going to hit a five wood to the green, why should it Why should it matter You know, if, if it comes down to the tournament or not? That's what he feels most, most comfortable doing. I mean, right, well, dude, he put the iron back in the bag. What do you mean? If he was going to hit five wood, he would have hit five wood the whole time. He was just leading people on. He was like, eh, should I lay it up? Should I go for it? <laughs> Fuck it. Tim Cup this. Crowd. I don't know. Yeah. So, but any long story, I mean, you know Jason Day was right there by the green watching him, too. That had to be some extra pressure. Um, Jason Day is a- Jason Day's tight, dude. He's got a smoke show wife. Um, you know, he comes from a troubled past. You got to love like, him. Like, if there's one guy in tour that I'd love to just play around and golf with, it's Definitely. Or Dustin Johnson back in his. Like such, oh, Dustin, Dustin Johnson Dustin. back in his Coke binge days. But honestly, Jason Day seems like a more personable guy. Than Dustin Dustin Johnson seems kind of a loop, but he's just the Dustin Johnson. But if Paulina Gretzky's anywhere in sight, I'm playing with DJ. Okay. Yeah, I'll give you. That. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Brendan. Appreciate it. Um. Anyway, so sticking with golf. Um. Uh, our boy of the program, uh, Andrew Beef Johnston, um, I guess PETA tweeted him and wanted them to change his nickname from Beef to Tofu. Tofu. <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> are that. you thinking, PETA? PETA just good. I think they just do it all for him. It's all publicity. I don't, it can't be serious. What are you no. going to right, PETA? And change no. it to Tofu. No, the, the, the thing is, they are serious. I think it's for publicity. I like. I almost don't even want to talk about. It. I don't even want to give them any. Could just talk. Could just talk about uh, Beef's response. He goes, "Well, uh, Beef is. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna change it." <laughs> <laughs> That's such a Beef response. Beef. Beef. Like when he said he got his name from his friends. That like you can't just like like if your nickname is one thing when you're a kid, you're not just gonna change it because of some. Organization, like, like it's just no. not gonna happen. You're, that's your nickname. Like, you're not gonna change it for anyone else. Like, I don't like that's your nickname. Well, I mean, he's not gonna go vegan, so that's you know kind of out of the question. I mean, 
Like, his friends called him beef I mean, because of his hair or something. What is he going to take off the 11 types of meat that he has on his wedge and replace it with, like, iceberg lettuce, uh, spinach, uh, tofu salad? Yeah, plus he just got sponsored by Arby's. God, that is so fitting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, he was serving them out, yeah, and he had it, already had it stitched on the shirt for all, yeah. all four days. The fans are really loving him now. He, it, it's it's been a slow, it, not slow. It, 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 this year he really, I mean, well, he's actually he's making events every week. So, and I love I, him now though. He's like, I love how on day two he goes bogey birdie bogey birdie bogey. <laughs> Didn't have one. That's a that's a DraftKings player. Right oh, there. I love it. And um, oh, he um, I don't want to take too much credit, but Hash Sports. Did put Beef Johnson on the map. Um, ben tweeted out a picture of him that went viral, and ever since then, the guy's been making cuts, sinking putts. Yeah, Beef, if you're listening to this podcast, you know I've reached out to you numerous times. Get your fucking ass on hash it out. Yeah, we want we want beef back. We want the beef. Give the we, people what they want. Be the perfect person to get on here. Did oh. you see his the video of him? Doing a uh, cannonball into a pool today. Oh, it was, yeah, it was. It was, cl- it was oh. classic. That's just classic beef. I dude. wish we had that. I want to see it. Oh yeah, I wish we could. Once we get, I a wish little we could more... do like a visual podcast. Well, it's on our Facebook page, so you can go check it once out. We, there, once we get a little more technologically sound, we can like bring videos up while we're recording. So hey, man, I got a snowball now. That's all that matters. <laughs> he, he did. <laughs> so, uh, step by it's a, it's a slow process here at Hashboards, but. Slowly but sure. I don't know how they measure sound quality, but this thing is some top quality sound quality. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, so uh, what else we got? Um, Olympics. Uh, I read today that Team USA will not be st- the basketball team will not be staying in Olympic Village, but rather a whole luxury cruise ship for the team. Yeah, smart move. Uh, seeing that Australia got like mugged. I think I heard somebody pulled the fire alarm and went in and robbed him. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's the wild, wild west down there. Like, who wants to go to Rio? <laughs> John John Briscoe does. John, alright. My, my Murray's best friend, uh, you know you know him, Vangeli, Briscoe. Briscoe's down in Rio right now. No, he's going next week. He's, he's going August 8th. <laughs> he's just going for the Olympics? His grandfather owns a house out there. Doesn't seem like the Olympic fan. <laughs> he doesn't seem like the Olympic type. Maybe Winter Olympics. No, but his grandpa lives down there. His grandpa so. lives in Rio. Oh, that's kind of cool. It's fucking random, but it's awesome. No, it's definitely, it's not, it's not as bad as they make it out well, to be. But apparently if you swim in the water, you read an article that you are most likely going to. Yeah. Well, hopefully, yeah, I mean, hopefully it doesn't get Zika. What do you mean it's not that bad? They said the water is legit shit and sewage you're swimming in. Yeah, I don't know who would want to swim in the event where you're swimming in that water. Like Michael Phelps, though. Well, no, he's going to be in a pool. These are different events where they're going to be swimming in the ocean. <laughs> I believe. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure they're going to clean that pool out. I think the pools are dirty, too. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to throw some chlorine in there, hopefully. Yeah, you, they, you see it on TV, they got... <laughs> It's like completely murky water in their Olympic pool. They got some guys skimming. We got some guys skimming the pool mid-swim. Oh, <laughs> well, we got a floater! <laughs> we got a floater. 
No, it's a Snickers bar. We're good. <laughs> and here's the other thing. I'm a big Olympics guy. I'm all, I mean, you can see the background on my screen. I'm, I'm American. I got American flag. I'm a USA guy. I've never been excited, excited for Olympics. I could not be. This is a weird, this is a weird. Like, year. I don't want, actually, like, I don't want to say it. Was, it's not a matter if something goes wrong. It's just when something goes wrong. <laughs> well, you know who's not worried? Is uh, Potter Carrington. Your boy Potty? Potty. Was on EEI this morning. You go, they were talking to him and they were like, so Potty, uh, so you're going to Rio. Are, are you afraid of like any of the, the dangers that are going on there? And Potty just goes, no, I ain't afraid of any mosquitoes. They were playing that sound clip all morning. It was hilarious. <laughs> they also have this other sound clip where this guy is talking about the water. And this guy speaks broken English. And he goes, <laughs> the water stink? <laughs> and they just play that. They play that. Whenever they talk about the Olympics, they play that sound clip. I wish you had it right now, Von Trilly. This guy just goes, the water stink? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Um. I'll get excited for like basketball, maybe some golf. Um, Speaking of golf, dude, I I don't know if you've seen who's actually playing in the Olympics, but it is pathetic. Like I could probably no. Is it? Oh Ricky my god, Ford? it's terrible. I'm not talking about just the U.S. team. Nah, you know what? It's not bad though. I pot, potty potty brought back the potty like made it like good again for me. Like I was listening to him. He's like, no, like I don't blame all the you. He's in his accent, I don't blame all the U.S. guys for not playing. This is not their main sport. But for anyone that's not in the U.S., this is a huge event for them. Like anyone, that's but no one, no one's playing in it. Like, look at Team Ireland. You have Podrick Harrington and Seamus Power. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I'm not even talking about just them. I'm talking like he was, he, dude. Either this guy's most like patriotic Irish guy ever, or like he was so into it though. He, he's pumped that he's getting to play in it because everyone else dropped out. Like, Rory's not playing, so that gives him a slot. I mean, Padraig has fallen off the map. Okay, yeah, he had a good show in the PGA, but since then, he hasn't really done much. Did Graham McDowell drop out? Yeah, McDowell's not playing. So, here, I've got the list in front of me. Shoot, shoot. So, for the U.S., we've got Bubba Watson, Ricky Fowler, Patrick Reed, and Matt Kuchar. That's that's not bad at all. That's, a, that's not bad at all, dude. That's fine, okay, because the U.S. is stacked. I mean, they have tons of options. But then you have Great Britain, which, decent. I mean, Danny Willett, he won the Masters. Justin Rose, obviously. Uh, Spain's good. You have Sergio and Rafa Cabrera-Bello. Then you look at China, Wu Shun and Ha Tong Li. I mean, I don't really know who the fuck. Oh, you mean Wu Shun? <laughs> Uh, Sweden, they might compete. You've got Henrik Stenson and David Lingmurth. I cannot believe Stenson's playing. Yeah, Ben, what are you talking about? Every country you've named has some big names playing. Who? Yeah, who else is going to play from there, though? That's yeah, look at, like, France. I haven't heard anybody who's playing for France. Who plays... Who's a French golfer in the first place? That's good. Vandeveld. Uh, Curdy. <laughs> Vandeveld? That guy Curdy's pretty good. Or Birdie? You, you don't even know his name. How good could he be? Yeah, who else is pl- who else is playing from other 
who's who's on the, for other countries? Like Vegas is playing for Venezuela, right? Yeah, you've got Vegas for Venezuela, Germany of Martin Keimer. Um, Who else is from Germany that's not exactly? Playing? Like I don't even know any other. I don't think I know any other German golfers. Who's playing from South Africa? Is Brandon Grace playing? South Africa's got a week. Because they have some good golf. South Africa, you have Jocko Van Zyl and Brandon Stone. Okay, so, that's that's kind of weak. Because they got else. Charles, they got who stays in. Uh, you know, the other country that's really weak is Australia. Because they have some, I mean, they have Jason Day and Adam Scott. Uh, but they're, the guys going to the Olympics are Scott Hend and Marcus Fraser, who I've never heard of. You sure Greg Norman's not on that list? Okay, that's, that's pretty weak. <laughs> Bring back the shark. Bring back the shark. You know who I loved? I love seeing on this list is uh, Japan, Japan's own Shingo Kadiyama. Remember that guy, the cowboy Asian? The guy's the man. Yeah. So, I mean, overall, I'd say it's a pretty good field. I don't know what you're talking about. Besides a few countries, like, I would say Ireland's weak. I would say Australia's weak. South Africa's weak. Um, You know, New Zealand. Eh. They've got some good golfers. You know what's pretty cool though about it is they're building the course. They built the course just for the Olympics. Like this is a fresh course. That is cool. Like some guy like moved over there, and he literally it was his full time job just to build this course. Wait, Ben, and it look, it looks like it's yeah. That, I mean, yeah. I mean, it, has it ever been played before? <laughs> like really? I don't. I don't. I don't think like it's got. I mean, probably a couple test rounds and that's it. Like it's like, just getting finished. Like. Nothing <laughs> I, I heard that the uh, the Olympic course was overrun with sloths, crocodiles, and Locus? Kappa. What are those things called? A capa, a capybara, a chupacabra. Oh, that's what chupa- Oh, chupacabras. What is this? Workaholics. I thought that was like a mythical. <laughs> it's a vampire dog. They, they exist in Rio. Huh. Jesus. Well, I mean, what do you expect with so, a course? Forget about the uh, ISIS and terrorist threats. Forget forget about the shit water. You got chukacabras running around that motherfucker. <laughs> uh, shouldn't make things interesting. I mean, I'm going to watch just because I know shit's going to hit the fan. And I got to see it. I, what? Right, so what events are you going to be into? Because, right, Go- I, I mean, okay. I'm going to be into golf. Here's my thing. My favorite, Oli- my favorite Olympic of all time. Is two on two beach volleyball. That's pretty good. Christy and yep. what's her name? Uh, Christy May Trainer. They've been out. Of, are they still a team? They've been they've been there for a decade, two decades. Ben, are they still a team? Carrie Walsh and April Ross. K- Carrie Walsh was in it with um, Misty, Misty May, May Trainer. Trainer. So I guess Misty May is out this year. Damn. So I'm excited. I'm excited for. We had a great run. I'm excited for beach volleyball. I'm excited for um, golf. Um, I'm excited for tennis. I know um, Andy Murray's the flag bearer for Great Britain. Um, is Federer playing? Is Nadal playing? I mean, are the big guys in tennis playing? I don't. I haven't really looked at, into that much. So apparently, and I heard this fact on ESPN. There's, I guess, three hundred and something medals up for grabs. What is your prediction for a breakdown? USA wins three-fourths of them. I mean, obviously U.S. 
Like, what is it? Who are the big guys? USA, China, Russia? I mean, pretty standard. Is, is Russia even... I, I'm sorry for not knowing more about the Olympics and not doing any research on this, but... Yeah, you are one pathetic loser. Thank you. No offense, though. No, none taken. <laughs> none taken. <laughs> um, I'm just going by, like, previous Olympics. It's always the United States Didn't, and China and Russia. Maybe I'm just wrong. Did <coughs> Russia get banned or something? That sound, That could sound right. Yeah, one of their teams got banned in the past for uh, steroids. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, I don't know. So, I'm... I can't say I'm too excited, but well, you got you got to say that you're you know you're excited about seeing Michael Phelps, right? His last Olympics, man. His first one when he was 15. He's had a long, strange road. Got in some trouble. Went to rehab, um, and he's definitely going to win some medals. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's going to wrap up uh, the Olympics. I'm sure we'll have one more segment before they get underway. You know what else I'm excited about for the Olympics is uh, women's gymnastics. Oh, always excited about women's gymnastics. Always some, always some fresh talent. Where is Michaela Maroney? Uh, she apparently kind of went off the deep end from what I gathered. I think that she's just been posting provocative pictures on social media. So if that's going off the deep end, every single hot girl on Instagram has gone off the deep end. And Draymond Green. Yeah, what is he, sending out dick pics? <laughs> the guy's got a haul. Dude, that thing's a foot and a half. <laughs> After that picture came out, he got contacted by, like, every single porn company asking for him. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you haven't seen it, it's, it's it, marvel at it. It's, I'm, oh my god. They make penises that big? <laughs> Tried to say he got hacked at first. I got hacked? No you, no, you didn't get hacked, you fucking idiot. Fence, he retracted that and said that. <laughs> he, he retracted that he was hacked and said he pressed the wrong button and sent it <laughs> probably out. Probably shouldn't have retracted to, that. Instead of his, it was his story, he wanted to send it to <laughs> someone, but he sent it to his story. Yeah, wrong button, bro. Don't, don't send it to my story. Draymond, are you fucking kidding me? That's Snapchat 101, bro. <laughs> the guy just loves punching and kicking people in the dick and then taking pictures of his own and sending it out and putting it on the internet. It's like, dude, we got Kevin Durant now. Like, if you're going to keep fucking up, Draymond, we'll send your ass packing. So, so yeah, I don't know. Any, we got anything else in the world of sports? The reason I got this mic was for the upcoming... I don't even have a name for it right now, but... The fantasy cast. Oh, Burr's about to market his own podcast. Well, isn't that what I'm here for? <laughs> yeah, man. Broadcast that shit. I mean, you sure as hell don't blog, so yeah. I, you know, you know the name. The name that I like is uh, Murr and Robo's Fantasy World. Murr and Robo's Fantasy World. It is. You like that name? <laughs> some, that's gonna be some must-watch TV. What do you mean, CPJ2K3? Robo has a nickname for every single. Yeah, but they're like they're they're the odd couple, so it should be interesting to uh, to listen to that. It's gonna be great. Robo's gonna Robo's gonna talk for twelve minutes straight about just straight stats and numbers. Um, that's what he does. He's our stat guy. Uh, I've been waiting on these fantasy football rankings for the last two months, so hopefully those are coming out soon, Robo. But um, yeah. What is he? What is he coming out with next? QB. Oh, he hasn't done that? No, he, he already did that, didn't he? 
<laughs> no, I thought he did because that's how I got into the. That's how I got into a scuffle about uh, uh, Blake Bortles with him. <laughs> I was like, no Bortles, no Bortles in the top ten. Fantasy football is about to be in full swing. Um, yeah, well, uh, I'm in a $350 buy-in uh, in the league, and I got the number one overall pick. Murray's got number two. It's gonna be it's gonna, it's gonna be a tight race. Um, we, both made, we both made moves. We both we, we both made some moves to. to we're both front loaded. But uh, we'll, we'll we'll get to that. Zoo will definitely have you as a guest on the Murr and Robo Fantasy World show, which will be airing sometime this week. Why didn't you hold the mic like that the whole time? It sounds so much better. <laughs> really? That's why you bought the mic. Talk into the mic. That's what it's there for. Like this? Yes. It's so much better. (laughs) God damn it. Oh, one of these days. Well, now I know for the Robo and Murr Fantasy World show airing this week. I hate that name, by the way. We're changing the name. I veto. I don't don't love it, (laughs) (laughs) but now now it's got to stay. Oh, my God. So, anyway, um, we'll, uh, we'll stop rambling and uh that's gonna wrap us up on the uh, hash it out podcast uh we'll thank our special i put special in air quotes special guest murray um and yeah he's gonna be on the fantasy podcast so y'all get used to him later later gator Got what you want, I got what you need. Ah. Shout it what you want, I got what you need. Ah.